I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Convivial Homeschool Audio Blog, Episode 65. Welcome to the Convivial Homeschool Audio Blog, short but meaty focus sessions to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. For Season 11, we'll be talking books and scolay. Both will feed your mind and your spirit in your daily service and circus. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the Scalay Sisters podcast, where you'll find camaraderie for the classical and Charlotte Mason homeschooling mama who's seeking to learn and grow as she's helping her children do the same. Thoughts on Crazy Busy by Kevin DeYoung and Shopping for Time by Carolyn Mahaney. Okay. So I'm on a Kevin DeYoung kick. Crazy Busy, a mercifully short book on a really big problem, is another five-star offering from the Reform Michigan pastor. The Terror of Total Obligation, Calming the Crazy Man Inside. That is the chapter title and subheading from which I am about to quote. Quote, We all have a cross to carry but it's a cross that kills our sins, smashes our idols, and teaches us the folly of self-reliance. It's a cross that says, I'll do anything to follow Jesus, not a cross that says, I have to do everything for Jesus. Cross to carry is a phrase used to talk about suffering as our lot in life, but This portrayal of that cross, that suffering, as an active thing in our life struck me. I've always pictured cross to carry as a passive sort of thing, but difficulty as a purposeful, active thing in our life rather than a weight holding us down is a much more biblical picture. In the next paragraph, DeYoung writes, I can take redeem the time from Ephesians 5.16 as a summons to better time management when in reality it's a call to be holy more than a call to possess the seven habits of highly effective people. I can turn every is into an ought. I can overlook the role that necessity and proximity play in establishing divine obligations. I can forget that my circle of influence will inevitably be smaller than my circle of concern. I have definitely taken the redeem the time verse as a mantra for organization and time management before, and read numerous books with that verse as a proof text for the same. These quick little sentences were a slap in the face. Duh, hello, that is not the context or the point of the passage. Sure, there is a case to be built for stewardship of time and resources, but out-of-context proof texting is not the way to do that and does cause us to lose track of the primary point of it all, personal holiness. If we are to imitate Christ and grow in Christ-likeness, then we should meditate on the example of his life. Quote, Jesus did not do it all. Jesus did not meet every need. He left people waiting in line to be healed. He left one town to preach to another. He hid away to pray. He got tired. He never interacted with the vast majority of people on the planet. He spent 30 years in training and only three years in ministry. He did not try to do it all. And yet, he did everything God asked him to do. DeYoung references a post of his in the footnotes that is relevant. Obligation, Stewardship, and the Poor 
And Elizabeth Foss has also recently posted a relevant musing, The Mission of Motherhood and the Gray Areas. What obligations are we burdening ourselves with, or trying to load us down with, that God is not asking us to do? Shopping for time, how to do it all and not be overwhelmed by Carolyn Mahaney and her daughters is a short, less than 100 pages, grace-filled book about using our time wisely. At first blush, when encountering their premise, it might seem like the book will either be a guilt trip or a demanding book. Quote, We can actually do all that God has called us to do. We can accomplish everything God has ordained for us to do in this life, and we can do it in a peaceful, joyful manner and get sufficient rest besides. But their actual point is quite biblical. And part of it is that God is not calling you to do it all in the world's sense, or even in our own personal mile-long to-do list sense. The book constitutes a redefinition of doing it all. Quote, Every day presents us with countless options for how to spend our time. However, only some are truly great deals. Only a few things are really important. It's frequently those good things that distract us from the best things. After laying the groundwork, they outline five tips. One, rise early. How can this be a grace-filled book if they come right out of the gates with something called the 5 a.m. club? Well, by granting exceptions to pregnant and nursing mothers, by admitting this is a tip and not a rule or a law, and by being humorous and humble rather than self-promoting and self-righteous. They even grant you this, quote, early though, will look different for every woman reading this book. Two, sit still. This chapter encourages mothers to have a daily devotional time, including not only reading the Bible, but also praying and perhaps singing or journaling. Quote, the key to becoming a successful shopper of time is to make our first priority that of seeking God through his word and prayer. No extra hour of sleep, no urgent task we must complete, no service we can do for others is half a good a bargain as this one. Three, sit and plan. Now we come to the nitty gritty. This is where the self-examination comes in and we're encouraged to be intentional and deliberate and realistic in our activities and obligations. Quote, It's precisely because the needs are so great and life is so short, because the seasons keep rolling in without pause, that we need to take time to sit and plan. 4. Consider people. People are the priority and the purpose of housework and activities. This chapter leads us through an examination of who God has placed in our lives, who we are to serve, and with whom we are to cultivate relationships. Quote, We don't usually pause to consider why we pursue a certain friendship or neglect another. Do our relationships, the time we spend with our family and the friends we pursue, bring glory to God? 5. Plan to depend. Here, these ladies remind us that our plans are not infallible or immutable, that our plans will make it clear to us that we are inadequate for the necessities of life, and that that is a good place to be. Quote, only God gets his to-do list done each day. We are not God. We are finite creatures with serious limitations. This truth helps us to see the arrogant absurdity of expecting to complete our own to-do list. It frees us to humble ourselves and to draw upon God's strength to simply do what we can in busy seasons. 
This is a quick and encouraging little book that addresses the fundamentals of time management while remaining lighthearted, humble, and gracious. And now it's time for this season's Simple Sanity Saver, Scolay. Scolay is the Greek word from which the English word school is derived. However, it's a far cry from what passes as school these days. It's translated leisure as the point and end goal of any work we might do. We work in order to scolay, Aristotle says. When we work in order to possess stuff, or worse yet, when we work in order to work more and better, our souls shrivel. We are not living as we were created to live. We were created to tend for relationship's sake. When the fall ruined our orientation to work, God established six days of labor that culminated in a day of rest and gladness, a day of scolay, a day of worship. When Jesus rose from the dead and remade the world, the day of rest became Sunday, the Lord's day, the first day of the week. We do not work to rest. We receive rest, leisure, wholeness in our worship. And then from that blessing, we go forth and tend to the world. Rest should characterize our work. It is the energy behind our work. And always we return to it to be renewed. It's not an earned rest, a vacation rest. It is mindful, worshipful, received rest that God gives us as a gift. Let us walk in that grace rather than try to earn our own rest. Thank you for listening to the Convivial Homeschool audio blog. At simplyconvivial.com slash audio, you can find all the episodes and sign up to get an email whenever a new one comes out. Follow the links to this episode and find the freebie and the book links. On a technical note, if you're using Apple Podcasts and this feed is still mixed up after our January site merger, unsubscribe and resubscribe and it should be good to go. Thank you. Education starts with humility. So, repent, rejoice, repeat.